News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO. A good Saturday morning and welcome to Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral Garden Center, right there at the corner of Milm and 12th Street. Again, comments and questions for Andy. We have the lines open for you 382 4280 1877. 382 4280. You could also text that comment or question to 80373 and of course joining us in the studio is your host andy waddell good morning good morning man oh man you picked a good one today yeah we got you know good amount of rain over the past Mm -hmm. couple of days i don't know how much i haven't seen the figures of how much of of a real dent it made yeah but yeah the front lawn is nice and green right Mm -hmm. now so Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh driving from waddell's Pouring rain to a point where Ooh. you could hardly see with huge puddles in the road, huge to where uh, you had to stop, mm-hmm. to five miles away, bone dry and hot. <laughs> no, nobody around. You know, there was no rain. And it just, it was that small band that was oh, going, yep, going through. All those hit and miss showers. You yeah. got it. So we were fortunate. Some was uh, some got moisture, but you know what? Mm-hmm. I think we're all getting sunny weather today. I so, think so. Yeah. So, um, Tim, I do like to get those hands dirty. And mm-hmm. today I'd like to ask a few people what they're getting their hands dirty with out mm-hmm. in the garden. So we're going to find out who maybe has been out in their yard today <laughs> so already. So, hey, we can uh, have people call in 382-4280. If you're a little radio shy, Tim, we've got a text at eight zero three seven three. Yeah. So good morning and uh, welcome to another great day. God has made us for uh, welcoming over the garden fence. Now, whether you're out in a truck or a car, working or at home, on vacation or maybe the weekend off, or working the full weekend, <clears throat> um, thank you for tuning in today. You know, our lives are just like a hustle and bustle, like the working all weekend on the holiday weekend. Take time to remember what Memorial Day is about, Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, Started back in the 1860s after they did a little, just mini mini research last night, and Mm -hmm. um, uh, started in the 1860s as 68 when a lot of those... um, Folks that were at home lost somebody at the Civil War. Sure. It was actually um, founded as a national holiday in 1971. So in New York, so and it was over just laying flowers to um, to those before us. So right. uh, maybe pay tribute or some family member this weekend. So you know, like I said, the lives are a hustle and bustle, all the time. Go go go. Eight hour shift used to be the norm. 10, 12, a lot of 16-hour shifts. I know people pulling 16 and 18-hour, six or seven days a week. I know how it is. Know how the phone attacks you 24-7, 365. And it's not phone. It's um, talk, text, Zoom, chat, Facebook, always something. You can actually imagine a little break. Sometimes that hustle and bustle gets too much. You need to get back to the grindstone, though, the next day, Tim. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, Bali is not in my lineup quite yet, you know. (laughs) So, you know, I can't just zip off. So, But once in a while, you don't have time or room for that vacation. So that's where home comes into play. 
the backyard, the patio, the water feature, the raised garden, the Japanese garden, or just your landscaping. You get my point. Your little retreat. The sights and sounds of water sometimes can be extremely relaxing. Sometimes you just want to grab the morning paper, if there is one anymore, hmm. <laughs> and that cup of coffee, um, like I did this morning, and go out and sit and enjoy the birds this morning or soak up the sunshine or, like yesterday, even the patter of the rain. So what better way to start off this weekend by maybe thinking, grabbing the gardening journal, getting out, hmm, scratching your head? Is there a little planning in your life? Last year, we took on a project, our, our home, and was um, it was a probably a six-month project. We didn't get quite done till almost the snow flew, but tearing out old patio, finding old foundation, mm. tearing all that foundation out, and finding an old room underneath. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, in the basement <laughs> <coughs> that was all cemented in over the years. Wow. No, there was no bones or no treasure chest done at all, but <laughs> just more old rock than brick had been dumped into him. But uh, all that filling back in and putting a nice patio on uh, the backyard just was kind of almost an extension of our home. It's a spot where we can come over and have family and friends and uh, not have to clean the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Danielle, I'm kidding, Danielle, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, us guys, we throw the dirty dishes oh, in the yeah, oven, yeah, you know. Yeah, hey, don't look in the shower, you know. Until like... <laughs> later. <laughs> well, like I said, what better way to start your weekend? Maybe it is picture taking, taking some quick measurements, coming into Waddell's to start that backyard retreat. You know, they actually say this year might be the year of the vacation. And by the way, maybe that vacation is in your backyard. Your best investment sometimes is your home. Um, we went to Disney, Tim, and I enjoyed Disney, but when I got home, I felt drained. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice place to visit, but uh, it's a lot of work. Going it's a lot of life. work, and all that paycheck was, was low for many years. <laughs> where, you know what? The patio cost... <laughs> Half the amount, mm-hmm. <laughs> at least, and we get probably months and months of enjoyment. Sure, two, two different, two Absolutely. different levels. I'm not, I'm not trying to say oh, no. getting away is important. So, um, you know, and by the way, I said this morning how beautiful it was this morning. Mm-hmm. Were you planning things out? Were you out in your garden? Were you out in the pond? Were you out ponding? Were you planning that landscaping? Give me a call, maybe. I'd love to know what your project was today. Mm. Yeah. Maybe maybe we were getting hands dirty um, early when the sun was coming up. Exactly. You know, maybe they got to go to work later. And also this morning, I also, um, we enjoy our ponding friends, our landscape friends, and I also have a great friend and employee Gary Miller coming on the phone with us in a few minutes. Okay. And Gary is uh, one of our nursery slash pond slash quarry <laughs> experts that just want to talk maybe tim we're kind of seeing a little research in some of that water gardening that backyard retreat the surge maybe is even in natural stone 
maybe that's where people want and where and where where it's actually it's not us buying it it's people uh, selling it it's people buying it right and wanting it and then ordering over and selling out again the look as well as being not cement or concrete but being natural stone i remember yesteryears when waddell's garden center was at west nijamillum and i Totally enjoy it, but really, a long time ago, we saw rows of different kinds of patio blocks, all different colors, all cement. I remember them all. A lot of times over the winter would break right up, and <clears throat> we had one kind of flagstone. Sure. Now we sell one kind of patio block instead called Lake Superiors that are rounds or squares and are very nice. But now we sell over four dozen different kinds of natural stone bagged in bulk. We have a great quarry to maybe walk, stroll, and ponder. We are, um, I know a lot of times outside, we, we decided to take that project on outside, um, Tim, last year mm -hmm. on that uh, patio. The house is, is old at our house too, built in the 1800s, and looking at just getting ideas on a kitchen. Well, you got to envision, you got to start somewhere. So that's why it's nice. Our designers sometimes lay a plan out so you got a vision. Right. And so you say, you know what? I love that area, but let's change that area. Let's work on this spot. So at Waddell's, we actually, uh, we love plants if you don't know that. <laughs> and we call ourselves plantaholics. But really, we have a great quarry to stroll in to ponder and envision that next project, that next water feature, that next dry stream bed, that next rain swale garden, a garden wall, or just a specimen rock. So maybe just seeing from, I think we've said, Tim, from uh, Mexico to almost up in Newfoundland, we get our rock. We get our rock from Pennsylvania, New York area, uh -huh. all the way to the Dakotas. Oh, wow. So there's a, a lot of work on bringing some of the stone in. So um, a lot. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, yeah. So goes from Mexican beach pebbles to uh, Canadian outcroppings that we stock. So and uh, <clears throat> by the way, we love our Michigan stone, which uh -huh. we'll talk more about in a few minutes. So just some ideas on uh, some of the new rock that is uh, here and comes and goes really fast. Um, sometimes we talk about a semi-load, and before you know it, it's already gone. <laughs> well, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back with your comments and questions. 382-4280-1877-382-4280. You could text that to us as well to 80373 over the garden fence with Andy Waddell on News Radio 590 106.9 FM WKZO The lawn experts at Waddell's have had many questions lately about weeds growing in lawns and landscapes and Waddell's has the top quality solutions The weather swings sure seem to be helping the weeds grow so now is the time to apply Fertilome Weed Free Zone Weed Free Zone feeds your lawn and contains the best weed killer available in an easy to apply granular that will kill over 200 varieties of pesky broadleaf weeds including dandelions and ground ivy this week save three dollars on each bag of weed free zone with lawn food that covers 7600 square feet on sale for 28.98 
If you have grubs and moles damaging your lawn, put on Fertilome Grub-Free Zone. Top quality Fertilome products are more economical than others, giving you more results, less expense. If you're not sure what's going on with your lawn, just bring in a sample to Waddell's for identification and a prescription for control. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center, where the plant doctor is always in, on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO, as we continue with this morning's edition of Over the Garden Fence. Again, comments and questions for Andy, 382-4280-1877-382-4280, or text to 80373. You bet. Thank you, everybody, and uh, I'd love to know what's been going on in your yard. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as I was letting the dog run around this morning, we um, <clears throat> noticing how well the uh, raised gardens are doing. And uh, really, Tim, um, <clears throat> there's a lot that's doing well. Okay. And a few things that I did do, but I'm going to have to do again. So I see some of the peppers were sliced right off, Ooh. and that is not a rabbit. That is cutter bee and, um, or cutter worm, and you, you're going to have to put either diatomaceous earth or um, sprinkle uh, uh Seven dust or something around them just to take oh. care of that. But strawberries, lots of flower and green um, berries starting to come on Excellent. them. So, yes, very soon I see a strawberry season coming on. So, um, you know, this morning we've been talking about maybe that backyard retreat. Um, over the years, I've seen <clears throat> landscape design kind of change. Years ago, there was probably about 90 to 100 percent, 90, 95 percent greenscape plants, trees, shrubs, evergreens, a, a few, a, some perennials, mm-hmm. a lot of roses. Years ago, the connoisseur rose was where you'd get a lot of your color from in the okay. summer months. Now things have really changed. Um, People want to enjoy their backyard probably more and more and more. Yet at the same time, neighborhoods are getting closer. Bigger homes are being built closer together so that backyard to retreat sometimes has to be a little private. Mm -hmm. More privacy, screening, so that greenscaping sometimes is important along with that hardscaping. Um, We are uh, seeing that that privacy issue um, sometimes is with junipers or evergreens or um, arborvita, but also could still be a nice seating wall, a wall that could be maybe in that just defining that border, something that could be two to three feet tall. We have a couple different kinds of uh, uh, natural stone that is uh, from the Dakotas, mm-hmm. snapped eight inches wide, and it's, it's random. So a lady, a man, a gardener, or a novice could stack these little walls very nicely. The The stone is heavy, but it's not overly heavy. Snapped in eight inches long, 12, 16, 20, and 24. So you can create this little gardening wall and the striations of blues and browns that are in some of this stone, oh, wow. they kind of call it blue-brown. Uh-huh. It's where two um, quarries kind of come together, and we sell Black Hills Rustic from the Dakotas, and that blue stone is a vein where that stone kind of comes together with both those colors in it. Oh, okay. We do the same thing with the stone from Pennsylvania. There is once in a while a vein of lilac color that's in the blue stone. Ooh. So 
envision creating a bluestone patio and maybe from the sliding porch door over to the grill, maybe just a little walkway of the lilac in amongst the bluestone looks almost the same, but maybe defines that edge or that walkway or that border. Just kind of <clears throat> cool little options that are, yeah, wow, that are available. Absolutely. Uh-huh. So <laughs> that sound good. It does. It when does. Coming over. <clears throat> that's right. That's right. Well, we see that uh, a lot of uh, clients are actually using some of that because of cost is almost the same or sometimes even less with your natural stone than your man-made stone. You have uh, a lot more stone or cement dust, a lot of uh, forms that are being built, presses that are being done, mm-hmm. palletizing, shipping, and everything that goes into a cement. Sure. Well, at the same time, there's quarry-driven costs too, I understand, but the end result, we started seeing where a lot of that product looked very similar cost-wise, and people were drawn to that natural look. Mm. Um, so a couple neat things on what we're installing a lot of times in our landscape department over the next couple months. The different, uh, my uncle, I'll give a little little plug, Roger Waddell has uh, also, he's a, a rock nut or a rockaholic, and <clears throat> he loves um, uh, down in, down in, Tucson, Arizona, Uh there is a farm where he gets uh, geodes and a whole bunch of different types of Mexican stone that it comes up, including petrified wood that uh, we have small, medium, and large specimens on that's just kind of neat that you can pick and choose. And they're they're hand-selected and hand-priced, but it's just neat to see um, a chance in a lifetime sometimes to... Oh, sure. Yeah. I was looking at bluestone yesterday that had all kinds of wood in in the grain lines that was in that bluestone. And Gary said, oh, boy, it'd be kind of cool to frame it. So it's just kind of <laughs> neat. So we can take a break, and maybe we sure. can uh, have uh, have Gary come on. All right. That sounds perfect, and we will do just that. So we'll be back on News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO and Garden Center is where Southwest Michigan begins to bloom. For 76 years, Waddell's has offered extra hardy northern grown plants that have beautified landscapes throughout the area. Everyone loves geraniums. There are several colors in large pots to color up your own yard or to plant as a memorial. A bright blooming favorite shrub is the Rose of Sharon. This week, the new Smoothie Rose of Sharon shrubs are on sale for $14.76. Choose from Blueberry Smoothie, Raspberry Smoothie, and Strawberry Smoothie varieties and enjoy dozens of double blooms year after year. Check out the fresh green choices for making a hedge in your landscape. Boxwood shrubs that stay green year-round are now 15% off. Go to Waddell's.com to check out many other planting specials like topsoil on sale for just $4.59 per bag and $5 off 4-pound miracle Grow fertilizer to keep your plants well-fed and happy all season. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center open today until 6 p.m. and Memorial Day 9 to 5. News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO, as we continue with this morning's edition of Over the Garden Fence and your host, Andy Waddell. Hey, thank you, everybody, and thanks for joining us on this beautiful morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so get out and maybe get some gardening done, and that's why we have uh, a friend and employee, Gary Miller, on the line with us this morning. Good morning, Gary. 
Good morning, Andy and Tim. Hey. Good morning. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Gary. And I just wanted to say uh, thank you for uh, calling in. And, Gary, what uh, what are some of the things or the position that you have at Waddell's? Well, I'm sort of a person of many hats. Uh, I'm primarily nursery sales, so trees and shrubs. I also help with our uh, quarry, rocks, uh, water gardening features. I help our design team periodically. Uh, a lot of plan ID Mm-hmm. Diagnosis. You bet. You oh. bet. Well, and it, it, Gary has a engineering background, which really helps in the stone or the quarry. Everybody, so it's really nice. So, uh, Gary, thanks yeah, I'm for always the. Yeah, I'm always the math guy too. <laughs> That's nice. Well, sometimes you got to figure out square footage, and it's important. So some people have it, Tim. <clears throat> Other people don't. So, well, well, Gary, I just want to ask. We um, why. Why are you drawn to water gardening? I know you've been in our department for many years, but why do you see that uh, maybe that research or water gardening in general with some of our customers? Well, the biggest thing is the relaxation. So you try to mimic uh, nature. You know, you go out on vacation, you go out in the woods, uh, go on a hike, or even just on a hike by a stream, and you always relax by that waterfall, those rapids. You hear that sound of water. Mm-hmm. Very relaxing. And so what you're doing is moving that into your yard, and uh, plus it gives you some nice uh, features to look at. Uh, you know, add some add to your landscaping. Yeah. And uh, you don't have to worry about fertilizing a water feature typically. Uh, if you do plants <laughs> in the pond, you would. But, uh, That's right. Well, you know, um, my sister just went on vacation down in the uh, uh, Appalachians, and you know the pictures she sent me, Gary, was pictures of the streams and waterfalls. That's what everybody is drawn to is water. For sure. Um, oh, yeah. Gary, I know that I want to clear the air, though. Water gardening and bugs. Some Somebody said the other day, well, I'm just going to be drawing mosquitoes into my yard, but putting water in my yard. Can you can you help us with that old wives' tale? Yeah, so actually, when you have a water feature in your yard, a pond, a fountain, occasionally you can have some mosquito larvae in there, but typically not. And the reason being, you've got moving water. Uh, so that moving water, mosquito don't like laying their eggs in moving water. So you're not going to have the issue with that. Um, if you have a pond and you have fish, the fish eat the uh, mosquito larvae if any show up. Um, typically you have water like that too in a pond. You usually have frogs that show up. Those tadpoles and the frogs uh, eat the mosquito larvae. Yeah. If you have a fountain, um, then typically you have that fountain and the water's moving. You don't have any issue with the mosquitoes. If you happen to have a still water area that you would have mosquito larvae show up, which would be very rare, um, there actually is a product out there, very organic, uh, natural bacteria called Bacillus thuringiensis, and it's a product called Mosquito Bits or Mosquito Dunks. A little bit of that will take care of those mosquito larvae. Yeah, and see, like, Gary, I know that one year George and Joyce just had everything in their yard. I didn't know what to give Dad for Father's Day, so we gave a whiskey barrel with one nice lily, some floating lettuce and hyacinths, a couple little um, marginal plants around the outside edge, and he would use those mosquito dunks because that's kind of that, you know, stagnant stagnant water that you're talking about. Right, and it doesn't take much either. You know, the mosquito dunks are a little donut-shaped at the same product as the mosquito bits. On mosquito bits, it just takes a couple of granules of it to take care of like a whiskey barrel size, Yeah, a little water feature. 
and um, something you can reapply like after a heavy rain or something like that when that larvae comes on. So you and I were talking the other day, Carrie, on where would you put that water feature? And that sounds funny because some people will say, I'd like to put my water feature in the low part of my yard where I have cattails. And, and, and at the same time, aren't you out there for enjoyment? So I just asking on that. Yeah, so usually you try to work with some of the natural contours as far as uh, you know, placing like a waterfall, stream, and pond. Um, sometimes a water feature might be a fountain, and I can tell you lots of times we've got customers come in that are looking for that fountain by their front entryways, their first fountain. Mm-hmm. And I always tell them that that's the location for the second fountain. First fountain you want to put where you're going to enjoy it. You want to put a fountain out there for the neighbors to look at. That's your second fountain you want to put in. Yeah. Same thing with the water features. You want to really put that water feature you know, near a patio area or you've got a, a gazebo, someplace where you spend a lot of time in your yard so you can enjoy that and you actually mm-hmm. get that relaxation out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you're actually describing a job of ours. Um, uh putting a water feature in the backyard, we wrap somebody's deck around with a, a pondless waterfall. Two years later, that's when she did her water feature out front. Well, that's probably more the enjoyment of having people drive by and seeing a nice water feature out front. But the one by the deck is where you actually do the enjoyment on. Yeah, that, that water feature, you know, your entryway makes a nice statement, adds a neat feature in your landscape. But again, you want to put that water feature, at least the first one, where you can enjoy it. Yeah. And one of the things, you know, as far as locating water features, you need to take into consideration, and it sounds funny when you're putting the first one in, but you want to plan for future expansion. Uh, it, it, uh, they've done studies, and people that have water features in the yards, they might start out with a little fountain, maybe go to a bigger fountain. But the average number of times that they do an expansion of their water feature is two and a half times. <laughs> That's not by size. That's the number of times that they actually make an expansion on their feature. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so that's always uh, something to take into account, especially when you're doing something like a pond stream. Uh, you need to take that into account of where am I going to build that you know, when I want to expand it. Uh, sort of like the pole barn uh, you know, accessory building in your backyard. By the time you build it, it's too small. You want something bigger. <laughs> That's for sure. I wish I had done a 40 by 60, get it done. Oh, I wish you'd done a 60 by 90. Yeah. Well, Gary, you're you're actually describing identical. Years ago, we used to sell um, preformed ponds. Customer would take that home, set it in place, really, really enjoy it. I'll be darned, Gary. Two months later, they're back to try to add a little waterfall. And so, you know, a t- Touching that up, that waterfall, now they can hear the sights and sound of water. Well, now they tear out that little preformed waterfall, and that's when we started selling flexible liner. Now they wanted a bigger stream. Well, that when that happened, that's when that person said, you know what? Now I got the bigger stream. I'll take out the preformed pond. Now I have a large pond. Now I can enjoy everything, you know? And so that expansion just, uh, it's maybe like the house too, or like that barn you said. Um, right, and that, that liner, that flexible liner, you know, you can form a pond any size or shape that you want. It makes it very, uh, you know, easy to use, and it's actually easy to, easier to add on. You know, you get that pond and water fall stream, and then you decide, oh, gosh, I want another another stream and add on and make a second pond from the first one. Yeah. Uh, so it gives you a lot of flexibility that way, too. Yeah, and I'll tell you, everybody, if you're putting in liner, it's smart to put in something we call pond insurance, and that's soil separation fabric or pond underlayment. 
It's just laying down something that's still porous, but will keep the rock separated, Gary. Am I right? Kind of where the stone or the sandstone or anything beyond underneath the liner doesn't rip a hole as you're kind of even walking around with your bare feet trying to put your pond together. Sometimes turning and twisting can sometimes grab one little rock and cut one little hole. Am I right? Right, right. And typically, you know, soil is moving a little bit. We don't see it, but it does move around. Rocks tend to move even more. And uh, so that one little rock that you've missed when you put your pond liner down, that underlayment really helps ensure making, the, making sure that's protected. I like just to have the redundancy of protection. I actually like to put a layer of sand down, too, mm-hmm. a couple inches of sand, and then put the underlayment. Mm-hmm. So I've got two two um, insurance policies there to protect that liner. <laughs> and I'll uh, tell you, I'm trying to tell everybody, do something like what we're talking about. Gary, it used to be people used to put old carpet underneath that and because of a padding and then it would rot and then and then it would still end up being a hassle trying to pull that all out because it didn't work so um sometimes going with home remedies don't always work so gary would just want to and we'll kind of tie things up in a second but it's actually ponding is actually easy with the right filtration and the right uh um the right system, am I right? Just like a swimming pool. You do it right, right. it works. Yeah, and actually it's easier than a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to worry about chlorination in the water. Actually, you don't want chlorine in the water, especially if you have fish. And, uh, you know, obviously with frogs in there, um, or if you have your dog, it tends to drink out of your pond periodically mm-hmm. or play in the pond. Um, but it's actually easy. You're actually trying to do is mimic Mother Nature and get that natural balance. Yeah. So the biggest thing with uh, making sure that that pond stays healthy and clean is actually natural bacteria. It's a beneficial bacteria. It's aerobic. So it doesn't, uh, anaerobic bacteria is typically the stuff that we smell when ponds turn over in the springtime. It has that smell to it. Aerobic bacteria does not want to decay. Mm -hmm. And it usually is very active. Um, Aeration makes a big difference. That filtration typically uh, in a pond with a waterfall, we've got a uh, filter material in the skimmer box where the ponds or pumps located mm-hmm. um you got a debris net before that filter material to get a little bigger debris out than anything that's floating and the water gets pumped up to the waterfall box and then it comes in the bottom of the waterfall box and comes up through uh some filter media and usually there's a filter uh, material at the top of that waterfall box but underneath that wa- filter material uh, we use a product called back t twist so it's actually a Mesh bag, they come in different sizes. They get all sorts of little strips of plastic in there. Yeah. A lot of surface area for <laughs> beneficial bacteria to, to colonize on. Originally, water features used lava rock. And lava rock is very porous, got a lot of surface area. But over time, that lava rock tends to get gunked up. Exactly. So it really doesn't, isn't functional. And even trying to power wash it isn't successful. No. And then they went to the <laughs> next generation of bioballs. So bioballs were about an inch diameter. Looked like they had a bunch of saw curves in them, so they had a lot of surface area. Worked fantastic, except they tended to drift everywhere. <laughs> they float. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. We, we, still, we still find them periodically around the store. <laughs> uh, well, Gary, in that lava rock would get so full, the pores would get so full, we'd try to lift the bags of that uh, biomaterial, which was that volcanic rock, it'd be so heavy, it'd be a couple hundred pounds of sludge compared to that Bacti twist, which you can lift right up and out, and it actually is, has more surface area than that uh, um, that volcanic rock, and it's uh, reusable, too. Right, and the uh, 
So adding that uh, beneficial bacteria once a week, uh, that's typically all you need to add to your pond to uh, keep it healthy. Initially, it takes a, a little bit of uh, trial and error because every pond's unique. I always tell people, uh, you've got a neighborhood of 100 neighbors, and they all have the same size pond, same orientation, east, west, north, south, same amount of sun, same number of plants, same number of fish, and you have 100 different ponds. And so they're all a little bit unique, so it takes a little bit of tweaking. But once you get that uh, balance in there, mm-hmm. um, that, that bacteria actually just keeps your pond clean along with the aeration. Aeration makes a big difference. Yeah. They cost pennies a month to run. Um, you run them year-round, so if you have fish in there, you actually run the aerator to keep the ice uh, hole open in the ice for the fish. And uh, make makes it a lot easier. It keeps that pond really clean. For sure, for sure. If you have, you know, if you do get some <laughs> algae, um, you can treat it with, we've got algicide. It works really good. It's safe for animals, as long as you follow the label instructions, just like everything else. And uh, But uh, typically, if you've got that balance with the bacteria, you can use barley, so barley straws that breaks down uh, releases an enzyme that actually prevents algae from growing, and uh, so we've got barley straw bales, we've got barley pellets, we've got barley extract, so it's liquid that's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but that barley helps uh, keep that algae growth down too, and a little bit of algae isn't a isn't a bad for thing. A water feature. That's right. That's right. Well, Gary, I'd say everybody. Um, I just learned some education myself, Tim. It makes it sound so easy. <laughs> it does. It does. Well, um, everybody, come join Gary or our nursery pond team. We'd love to show you how easy it is, how you can get started. Maybe, like I said, Gary, um, start with a little feature for yourself and, and get your first one going. Maybe it is that bird bath fountain combination. Maybe it is a small water feature, but... Everybody come see Gary or part of our team at Waddell's. And uh, Gary, thank you for joining us today. Appreciate the education. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, actually, I was, I was thinking yesterday afternoon when we had that deluge come down, and uh, everything was a water feature without the, that was outside the building. <laughs> uh, we had that downpour for, seemed like a long time. Yeah. The longest ones uh, that we've had uh, since I can remember. And uh Surprisingly, I live out southeast of Vicksburg. I've had less than a tenth of an inch total yesterday. That's exactly what we were talking about earlier. Gary, we said there was hardly any rain south of Kalamazoo. So, yeah. Gary, thanks for joining us today. Okay. Everybody enjoy your weekend. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, Gary. We'll take a quick break and be back and wrap things up for this morning's edition of Over the Garden Fence. Fresh fruits and vegetables from your own backyard will provide you the best quality fruit around and save money compared to the supermarket. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center has a wide selection of vegetable plants, fruit trees, vegetable seed, and berry plants. And if you didn't get your garden planted yet, no problem. Now is the ideal time to plant. Soil is the right temperature and moist from the recent rain. Now is a great time to put in strawberry plants for the best tasting berries you've ever had. Another healthy eating choice is blueberries. Get blueberry shrubs now and enjoy fresh, tasty blueberries for years to come. Now is also the best time to put most seeds in your garden so you can enjoy fresh beans, peas, corn, and other veggies straight from your garden. Don't forget the healthy benefits of herbs in your diet. Fresh herb plants are now just $2.99. Growing your own healthy food is easy 
easy with help from Waddell's friendly staff. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO, this morning's edition of Over the Garden Fence. One more quick question from a texture before we yeah. part ways here for the week. How far back can you trim a lilac bush to make it look nearly round? but still have blossoms for next year. Mm-hmm. Key word was the last part of the sentence. <laughs> so really, if you want to tr- trim lilac, you probably will um, only do probably a 10 or 20% prune. Okay. If you want to take and do a hard prune and do it in stages, uh, yep, you could probably cut 40, 60, 80% wow. off that lilac and be successful in late May or June after it's flowered okay. and be successful. It will be a couple years before that flowers, but depends on the woodiness of the plant. Cutting it back 10 to 20% will be no problem and still set flower for next year. So if you got the lilac bush now, which mine is going to be starting mm-hmm. to lose its flowers yep. here uh, shortly. So just give it a light little haircut and yep. all will be fine still. Because it's going to be setting flower its buds within a month after it sets uh, drops all its flowers and immediately sets its flowers. So you want to so timing is timing everything. is everything. Right when those flowers fall is the timing of pruning for sure. Everybody, all right, sounds good. And on that note, uh, I guess we'll uh, join up with you again next Saturday you morning. Bet. You bet. Thank you and thank you, Gary, for joining us. And uh, come on down to Waddell's and uh, get more education or do a stroll today. All righty, sounds good. Thank you very much, Andy, and thank you for tuning into this morning's edition of Over the Garden Fence each and every Saturday morning in the 9 o'clock hour during the growing season. Over the Garden Fence brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center located right there at the corner of Millam and 12th. 